Hey guys, quick public service announcement. Uh, these are pre-recorded episodes that we did in the past. That's right. Sometimes people record things and they hold on to them for a while to where it kind of works out. But at this time, we were going by a different podcast name. So you're going to hear us call the podcast something different as well as give different social medias. What you need to know is our social medias are listed in the description. It's twitter.com slash a pilot podcast instagram.com slash a pilot podcast and follow us on all social medias that is totally not a pre-recorded sound but i swear cody or whoever or cl blue or whatever just said that anyway if you guys need to skip ahead in the video there are timestamps available thank you so much goodbye Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This isn't a podcast we usually do, it's a different podcast, but now you're listening to this podcast. Hello. What's uh, up? I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm not actually nervous, I'm just, this is the thing I do. Are you taking my anxiety on <laughs> and then just being like, cool. I'm just feeling it entirely like, oh, he's anxious about this. We're going to talk about TV shows and whatnot. Yeah. Welcome to Test Pilot. If you want to go. If I, if explain what. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Franny, if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go home. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to Test Pilot. The show where Logan and I review two separate pilots of two separate TV shows. I am Franny. Yes. And I'm Logan. Um, <laughs> yeah, the concept is we wanted to do something separate from Crosscut Cinema. Um, just kind of like our own thing. Yeah. And now we decided since they do movies, we'll do TV over here. And there's so many crazy shows. And I fucking love TV. I'm a huge consumer of t- television. Yeah. She, I thought you were going to end with huge consumer and you were talking about me. But it's a fine. huge consumer. I'm a huge consumer. <laughs> um, Shut up. Of food. Um, <laughs> Shut up. But uh, no, the show... Um, there's so many TV shows out there that had like great pilots or like so many crazy shows that only got the pilot made or things that they a hundred percent change after the pilot too. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be interesting. So today's pilots we're tackling are Pokemon, otherwise known as Pokemon Indigo League. And we're also going to tackle Glee and we have a guest, Mr. CL blue. Boop, boop. Howdy. Wouldn't Ooh. it be weird if I said your real name and then like, you're like essentially outing yourself as your real person. <laughs> we have to be so careful not to like say I his actual name. That is my real name. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I'll just call you C. But um, anyway, we're going to link to his YouTube channel and um, some of his music is really, really great. So if you guys like talking, listening to him talk, you might like listening to him uh, sing and stuff. I know I do. Oh, thanks. That's very really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> they're like they like come over from the podcast. Like we hated the podcast, now we hate you too. And if you're coming over here from Crosscut Cinema Podcast, we are here to dispel the rumor that <laughs> Logan is CL Blue. Oh yeah, there was that rumor going. Well, how do you know? I'm just really good at throwing my voice. Voice. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> no, we're different people. He's very talented, and I'm not. He uses a voice modulator. It's all him. (laughs) It's all him. He's Hannah Montana. That's a different pilot. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. That could be great. Gasp. So um, we just refreshed ourselves on the Glee pilot. What did you guys think? (laughs) 
I think it's one of the best pilots ever. <laughs> Just straight up ever? No, I really love it. I love how fast and like snappy it is. It really like sets you up for how the show is going to play out. Although they do change some things from the pilot, but I feel like it focuses on every character. Could you character. name some of those changes? Uh, yeah, Rachel's dad's. <laughs> They had a joke about like not knowing who her father is and is like clearly like the most Jewish Ashkenazi looking man with a black man. It's like, I wonder who her dad right. is. One of these things is not like the other. And then Jeff yeah. Goldblum, I assume, devoured both of them and took over her fatherhood. I don't really know what happened, but all of a sudden <laughs> later he's the father. Wow. I forgot that. That Jeff Goldblum plays the father. Mm-hmm. And he like That's doesn't insane. come back in season yeah. six. They, they have to be like, oh, they got divorced, guys. Oh. Yeah, because they oh. like can't figure out how to get Goldblum back in their studios. I mean, I get it. Season six sucked. <laughs> Sorry to a guy I know who was on season six. Well, I don't I don't really. You know what? You might still hear this. Sorry to you. You know who yeah. you are. <laughs> I don't want to out you either because I think that you were the best, but also like in the worst season. So it doesn't really matter. Or, or I'm just sorry in general. Yeah, I'm just sorry things went that way for you in general. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, I think the show, um, it's like one of the better pilots you'll see for a yeah. show that really didn't turn out to be that great later on. Well, I think the show has very strong seasons. I think the show's good up until a point. I think the show is good up until fucking Ryan Murphy has to write new characters. <laughs> Well, he, he's writing new characters the whole time. There's always new people. Like no, him. has to write an entirely new cast, pretty much. When they do the... When I they, don't really think he did that either. Would you say that he did that? He added like three, four people? I'm yeah. s- I'm saying I didn't like the second round of kids. I quite liked those kids. Really? Well, okay. So I think they were definitely like, we're going to get some solid actors this time. Well, I think the <laughs> issue is that they went, um, they went too good looking. What That's made the Glee that is a good point. What yeah. made the Glee show believable is it was a bunch of fucking dwarves, you know, like a bunch. Of <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> mixed in with regular looking people. We, we were just all watching it together, and <laughs> we were talking about how to make Leah Michelle ugly. They just middle parted her hair and put her in a fucking. <laughs> children's sweater and that's basically what they did with emma watson and harry potter they were Mm -hmm. like a nice wool knit sweater (laughs) and we're gonna crimp her hair and she's bossy guys she's unattractive (laughs) meanwhile i'm just like hermione (laughs) when guardian love your song oh gosh Mm. she's um, 11 i'm out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she, she wasn't she wasn't even 11 when she was playing thir- 13 you know what i mean like she wasn't yeah. even 13 then she was probably like 16 already oh, your mind <laughs> <laughs> wow so the pilot of glee actually premiered after the finale of american idol in 2009 who was the winner of american idol in 2009 i feel like I it's know. the guy David who allen that's a guess no it's chris allen Oh, is that right? David Allen is not a real person. <laughs> well, it probably sure? is. Sorry, David, if you're out there, but... I don't know. I think it's Chris. It's Chris Allen. Oh, mm-hmm. I was close. Where Adam Lambert should have won, but America wasn't ready to be gay yet. Chris Crocker. Was that... Chris Crocker? <laughs> David Crocker. David <laughs> <laughs> You know, just the, names. The- David Crockett. <laughs> They actually dropped the pilot and then the show didn't get picked up for four months. That explains why it came back so different. Yeah, that does explain that. 
<clears throat> I wonder what, do you think they had only the pilot shot? I don't know. Because the thing is, for the first three episodes, it's the same field, and then after that, it just goes away. After acafellas, it changes forever. That's an hour I'll never get back. <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel like it changed? The, the whole design of the show, the cinematography, the the music that they, the all that shit went away. And they kind of stopped doing background music, too. That's like what we just talked said. about. Well, you said, okay. <laughs> you can also tell that the network was like, you know what would make this show really great if you did top 40 songs instead of no, Broadway? I, I think that's what happened is the show, that's that was my, that was actually my guess is that I think the studios, they saw how good, I mean, didn't, wasn't Don't Stop Believing the number one single of the year? And it was the Glee version? Yeah. They were like, well, we if we put five songs on every episode, <laughs> no, seriously, isn't that the amount? Like five song minimum? Yeah, right? I feel like when they don't know how to pad the space, they throw in even more. <laughs> I don't think it's about padding. I think they are so desperate to try to make it work around several songs. Yeah. It does kind of feel like they jam them all in sometimes. It also gives them clout because you're like, oh my gosh, there's a Beyonce song. Yeah, there's, Ooh, oh, it's, it's Madonna week. You know, like. And they're sitting there singing fucking Do You Know What It's Like in This World for Girls with an all-male rendition. I love I love Because to be a girl is to be degrading. (laughs) Do you know? Uh, Another thing, like, Logan and I just recently kind of rewatched the series. No, we didn't. We did not rewatch that. Didn't we get through almost season three? I was going to say we didn't rewatch the whole series, but we started. And um, one thing we were talking about is, like, the tonal shifts in the show and how they really don't know what tone to go for like they'll go from talking about like 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 guys karofsky tried to kill himself yeah yeah man i sure don't like to sing funky shoes you know right (laughs) like literally they literally go from that end to the other or like um that one you're never gonna walk again artie uh, and Mercedes Mercedes Kurtz gay. <laughs> that's the that's the fucking bullshit. That's, or Zeises, how they made. I love Zeises. I know, She's but like best. how they went from having Zeises just be this character that was like helping for like chocolate, like helping Puck with something for chocolate, to being somebody that's gonna make a sex tape what, with what, Puck. It, it was not Puck. She was helping someone else. She was helping bug the choir room. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't remember who she helped. Probably Rachel is my guess. Oh yeah, I remember that. I really enjoyed that Valentine's Day episode because she's like, you know what? I'm worth more than chocolate. I'm worth like double chocolate. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah, she is. I and really he sang fucking Fat Bottom Girls to her and she was just mortified. Yeah. And that then was he bad. sang Big Ass Heart. And for some reason, she liked that My one. My girl's <laughs> got a big ass heart. And needs her own shopping cart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy, that guy's fucked up. He's dead now, too. And another thing we're talking about too was all like the Ryan Murphy like guesses that happened. Talking about the talking about the Glee curse. Yeah, the Glee curse. Now this is something that Cody can stick his teeth into. Oh god, he's he's been so excited to talk about this part of it. Okay, so I don't want to say like anything because that's their lives. Like it was. I'm sorry. It was their lives. It's definitely a thing. Yeah, Yeah, right. It's a thing. It totally is a thing. Especially after naya rivera yeah she passed away and it was the same day Mm -hmm. as Corey monteith when she was found i don't know if it's illuminati wait it was the same day it was the same day Mm -hmm. wow i didn't know that yeah yeah and then also you know there's all this stuff about um amber riley dealing with food stuff and it turns out she had an eating disorder after the show 
Yeah. I did not know that. That's and then crazy. also I know the whole Naya Rivera thing. Like she sings like the like If I Die Young song. Yeah, 100%. And then like she died at sea, which was another thing that people it, it, pointed out. not at sea. <laughs> I'm sorry, but she made you sound like a pirate. <laughs> she drowned, did she not? Yeah, but not at sea. Okay, sorry. There's a difference. I'm just saying. I want to paint an accurate picture. Right. And then Corey Monty's father dying, dying of a heroin overdose, and then he dies of a heroin overdose. Yeah. And he says the whole time he doesn't want to end up like his dad. Yeah. And then when like Zeiss and Puck were doing that um, sex tape. Oh, and, and he was also was he was also um, discharged like Corey Monteith was too. His father was discharged. Corey Monteith was discharged. Yeah, no, no, not his in the character, the Finn. Finn's father was discharged. Oh, and he got yeah. addicted to heroin in Cincinnati. Yeah, and died. Yeah, I and, and that. Finn Hudson was discharged. Tried to work with the school stuff, got into school, fell under stress, and then also died from heroin overdose. Wow. Yeah, and like um, Puck's character, like they had that whole like whole child pornography yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, and then oof. I I, I want to hang out with the girls whose boobs hasn't, hasn't fully grown yet. And then he uh, went and was a Oh, yeah. Investor. No, he has dibs on the girls whose boobs aren't fully grown yet was the line. He also, on the show, dated, I think her name was Kitty. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. a 15-year-old. And she's like 16, 15, mm-hmm. exactly. And, it's, and he's like 19, 20. I, I love comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. That just plays into the whole tonal discrepancies throughout the show. <laughs> yeah. The show doesn't know what kind of show it wants to be. No, it doesn't. It felt very Power Rangers. It was like, what's going to be the topic this week? <laughs> they went from yeah. school shooting <laughs> to attempted suicide to Saturday Night Fever Week. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, my boogie shoes. <laughs> yeah, my mama. No, but for real though. Or there was like a, they had do like a, what was it? They went in like to nationals and it was after Corey Monteith's character died and then they just fucking lose and they lose the whole club and it's over. That's the way God. the show goes. Yeah. Oof. He lost singing Corey's songs, like Finn's songs. They lost. Yep. And they go home. Their glee club's gone. And they actually send the kids to different schools in order to make sure that they don't ever perform in a new club. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is the fucking show. All, all backdrop to Alana Morissette playing the whole time. <laughs> I also quite like the fact that season six, the whole premise is that Rachel has a failed career. <laughs> Look what's happening now. <laughs> it's like, oh, the Gleekers is real. It's too bad for you. <laughs> right. Oof. Yeah. And then when the show kind of tried to become friends when they were all in college. Oh, I know. What did they, they had like a dream sequence. Chums. Chums. That was what it was called. I forgot about and that. And Tina was Rachel, I think. Yeah. I would watch that show. I'd watch that before Glee. <laughs> You'd watch Chums. Well, all the New York stuff after they left school, it was what what the issue with Ryan Murphy, he does this in a lot of his stuff, is he falls in love with certain characters and then he can't write anything else but these characters. Yeah. And I think by season two, especially with Court Overstreet being like his discovery, he was just obsessed with all those characters and wasn't willing to try to write more. He literally like essentially killed off his new kids because <laughs> he didn't want to put up with it anymore. Yeah. And then when the That's show. That's why the new kids just felt so weak to me the whole time. Yeah. And then the sixth season, he tried to like write the course because everybody was like, we liked it better when they were in high school. And then it was so bad. They just canceled that shit mid season. And then when they did like the whole like trying to wrap, wrap it, it all, all up. up in a pretty bow and they're all back at that yeah, high school. Yeah. Yeah. The Blaine and Kurt are like, by the way, we're not reviewing a pilot right now. They we're all get married. 
<laughs> Forgive us if you we'll put it a warning on the video. This is we're just discussing everything because we have too many emotions. Yeah. But um no, like for instance, like when Blaine and Kurt like they become like the super gays, they go to schools and talk about gay stuff and they play gay piano. Like they literally like I'm just saying, I, I'm not I'm not like an enemy, but their characters they become the super gays. They do. Yeah, they really they do. Really do. <laughs> I mean they're literally we go to schools and we talk about the Trevor Project and play piano. Like that's the gayest thing you could possibly do. It. I'm not I don't have a problem with it. I'm just saying that that was not what the characters were before that episode. I also hate how they're like <laughs> Everyone you know in high school, you're going to know for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, God. They're going to be your best not. friends. You're all going to live together in New York and become famous. <laughs> oh, another thing I need to fucking talk about is Kurt and his goddamn Vogue internship. <laughs> Elaborate. Like when Kurt just like walked in and like got that internship in fucking New York with no experience, nothing. And Sarah Jessica Parker's there like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. You work in Vogue now. You're yeah. a big, you have a fucking hippo brooch. We're going to hire you right go. now. That's not how Vogue works. That's <laughs> yeah. not how life works. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miranda Priestley. I guess I'll go now. <laughs> <sighs> God. The, everything that happened in the New York part of the show was unbelievably unfucking watchable. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. I actually liked watching the new kids more then I liked watching the old characters in New York because, like, fuck them. You know, they're they're all about being losers that overcome, and now they're just like, oh, not only did you get the prizes or get the get the job as Fanny Bryce, but you're also um, your best friend is the understudy, <laughs> even though she looks nothing like she should and sounds totally different than a Broadway voice. She's the understudy now. God. And then Kurt actually has the audacity to be pissed. Like, I didn't get a Broadway show. It's like, bitch, you worked at Vogue. You didn't even go to school and you worked at Vogue, you fucking piece of shit. I hate you. And if I, now show- I gotta work at Johnny Rockets and Vogue and go to like this fancy ass school. Like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and the pilot just does not feel like it would have gone in this direction. Yeah, the thing is, the pilot's, kind, the pilot's kind of great. It's, it's The pilot is great. It's really funny. It's really well written. It's quippy. It's fun. It's, it's, it's snappy. It's, it's like you took Superbad and High School Musical and mixed yeah. them together. 100%. I could totally see that. Yeah. And it, if they would have just contained it within the school and let it die after that, it would have... I don't even think it's that. It's that they had this great way of introducing all these characters... Yeah. But what you kind of realize, especially later on, is that he doesn't know how to keep doing that. He literally repeats yeah. the way they found the Finn character with the same... I mean, he literally does the same thing. Yeah. So clearly he was out of ideas. And then with the guy... Well, the guy that I maybe have met or know, possibly. Fuck it. <laughs> you guys know who I'm talking about. The Roger character is found almost the same way, where they're all listening through vents in the school... And running around the entire school to find him singing in the library. I'd, Mrs. Burnett would have kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just like, candle in a window on a cold. Like you're just sitting in the library just singing away. And she's like, oh, get she's the like, out no, of here. sir, you're gone. <laughs> None of this. You are not going to be in the Glee Club. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're going to ironically. Did you guys have a Glee Club or was it a show choir? It was regular choir that one year they decided... We're going to do Glee, guys, okay? Like, we're going to do Glee. What does that mean? <laughs> it means they're going to do Glee songs. They're going to give the, like, girl, quote-unquote, who can dance in senior year 
choreography rights. Oh no, how bad was it? Terrible. Oh god. <laughs> it was terrible. So we like she would like she, there was no great intersection of how we would get places, so we would all be like smacking into each other. <laughs> It was like sardines in a can and then you'd like pose and you're like, we meant to do this. It's live sardines in a can. (laughs) That was our choir name. How did you know? Live sardines in a can. I was in a show choir thing. It was like a, I don't know. They called it something else. Do you remember what they called that choir? Swing choir, show choir, something like that. I think you were in show show choir. choir. There was like a name for it though. Oh, I don't know. I didn't. Anyway, I could sing kind of, but I'm not a very good singer. But what I could do and that the other people couldn't do because they were all from Kentucky was beatbox and eat. (laughs) Hell yeah. But I could beatbox and I got the beatbox with Kenny Rogers. A little flex for you. But um, you should tell us about that story. uh, There was a Christmas concert and our choir got picked to be with Kenny Rogers and he heard me beatboxing backstage and then he asked if I could beatbox with him. Wow. Did was that your Corey Monteith and Mr. Shoe moment? Like he heard you beat. No, he didn't plant marijuana on me, but his daughter did call him Voldemort and me Hagrid or his like niece or whatever it was. <laughs> that was more of his Corey Monteith Tupperware moment. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, fun fact, the character of uh, Finn played by Corey Monteith, RIP, um, got the job, not because of singing like he was supposed to. He sent a video of him drumming on Tupperware, got the job, he sent the video in late, by the way. So we got the job that he had to start shooting for the next day, like started doing principal talking for the next day. So he had to drive from Vancouver to, I think it was Los Angeles. Yeah. So there you go. That's, that's how you do it. Kids just ignore what the people who are trying to give you the job ask you to do and just get some Tupperware and slam on it and you'll get the job. Basically, if there's a call sheet, throw it out, throw it out. They're asking for something specific. You give them what you want to give them. Exactly. (laughs) You're an individual. I love it. I feel like we should rate the pilot separately and then say if it makes you want to watch the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. But, but but are we are we finished talking about all of it though? Is that I mean is that really all there is to say about are this pilot? Are you really done with this moment in culture? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I do want to talk a little bit about some of the characters. This, this oh yeah, is, we totally can. So like all I'm this not sure side if we talked characters. it into the ground yet. <laughs> I think the show we did have that it. itself. Yeah. Um a lot of great side characters that throw away after season one. Exactly. Yeah. You have Ken. You have the, what's her, what's the wife's name again? Um, Terry. Terry. You have Terry, Howard, and Sandy, all of which are fucking hilarious characters. Yeah. All of which are all but forgotten about later. Yeah. Are they even after season two? Yeah. There's 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 a moment where Sandy comes back in season three and he he And then Terry comes mean. back as honey bat honey badger yeah they all come they actually all come back <laughs> that episode they all come back to destroy the glee club at yeah. one point yeah i guess i blocked that out of my brain <laughs> yeah at one point he calls himself lady pink and um he gets a bunch of hagglers to show up to their talent show and haggle them all but, ran by but um, then mercedes sings um listen by beyonce i believe from from Dream Girls or maybe somewhere else I don't remember, but uh, he's he sings one of these songs and Sandy loves it so much he actually donates his weed money to get the kids to go to. It nationals. wasn't it wasn't Beyonce. It was like Aretha Franklin. It might have been Aretha. Music. Yeah, you're probably yeah. right. Can't remember what song though. Me either. I don't even remember <laughs> this. I, I don't. <laughs> you don't remember at all. I, don't I feel like it. you end up blacking this, out some of Glee. So Zeiss becomes her manager. Episode? Night of Neglect, isn't that it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it is? Night okay. of Neglect. The only thing I remember that is 
Tina singing I Follow Rivers and getting booed off. Yes. And I was being like, I was into it, guys. Like, right? I, I, I follow. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then let's talk about the Kurt character a little bit because especially in this pilot, he doesn't really get any notice, but definitely becomes a bigger part of the show and is a total fan favorite. People love Chris Colfer as Kurt. Um, the character was created because he had tried out for the role of Artie and they didn't have, they didn't think he fit the bill. So they wrote, which just shocks me. There was no gay character in Glee club before they wrote this character. They wrote, yeah, that's the insane. Old, if you've ever been in a choir, you're lucky if there's like lucky, that's a weird way to put it. You're shocked. <laughs> I don't know about lucky. I'm not like trying to avoid gays or anything, but if so, I'm doing a terrible job with all these podcasts. Um, but you'd be shocked if there was like even two straight guys in your choir. Yeah. I think so. The idea that it's all straight people except for Kurt and then eventually Santana is not believable, oh, even yeah. in the slightest. Oh yeah, everyone in show choir is either gay or a Christian girl. <laughs> like there's, and usually one leads to the other, <laughs> depending on what kind of camp you send them to. God. <laughs> um, did you know that he? got the part because he sang Mr. Cellophane and he sings that in the pilot. Yes, yes, Mr. Cellophane. He was expecting to go in there and get the job of the kid in the wheelchair with Mr. Cellophane. <laughs> and the kid on the call list was supposed to be soulful R&B-like. And he sang, Mr. Cellophane, shut up in my name. name. So really, the people that got successful on the show ignored the call sheet exactly so if you want to be successful wanted. and work with ryan murphy ignore what he asks you to do exactly <laughs> it definitely Just make him fall in love with you <laughs> it worked out for um emma roberts she missed out on harley quinn to be on scream queen so clearly you should always listen to ryan okay. murphy no you shouldn't <laughs> she should have not done that <laughs> she really shouldn't have she really should not have and then we were just watching Hollywood and Corey Monteith had a clear yeah, he was character supposed to, on the, that, ca yeah. the show was written while Corey Monteith was alive. He's supposed to play the character of Rock Hudson because he actually yeah. looks like a real life Rock Hudson, Ryan Murphy thought. That's why his name is Finn Hudson, right? Yes, in the show? exactly. That's yeah. why the character's name was changed from Finn whatever to Finn Hudson. Finn whatever. That's a great last name. Yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> but um, clearly, like, especially when you watch Hollywood, you see how much the guy they got looks like Corey Monteith, and you're like, yeah, this was supposed to be Corey Monteith. But um, it's I don't know. Just, it's sad. I need to know, what is your favorite moment in the Glee pilot? Because mine is clearly, oh, don't you just love a good monkey? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Dr. Love Good Monkey is really good. Um, there's nothing ironic about show choir. That's that's a great that's a great my, line. My favorite part is um when they're singing the Grease song and uh <laughs> who, 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 cause I need a man. That one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And um the only like, Grease song in it. Okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> and um <laughs> character just physically assaults Finn just comes up and grabs him and starts dancing with him. Can we pause real fast? Yeah. Pause it. So I just realized <laughs> we were trying to take a pregnant pause. We did take a pregnant pause. I'm looking at the fucking do you, audio. Do you understand that three seconds is, is going to come by as quickly as you started talking? Well, three seconds is not a pregnant pause. It sounded like we went, and we're back. <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> it's got to be at least five seconds, if not ten seconds. I can, I can pull the little stretchy. Now part. we're already here. We're already here, and you're okay. gonna make me look wrong, so I'm not doing that. I feel bad for whoever's mixing this. <laughs> you. Us. Us. <laughs> Anyways, we never talked about what actually happened in the pilot. So basically, thirty-something um, Will Schuster. <laughs> Um, wants to relive his childhood dream of being a Glee star through young adolescence that he cons into joining his club. All of which look two years younger than he is. It's crazy. (laughs) One of which off screen dated him weeks prior. Yeah, can we talk about that? What is that dynamic? Because didn't they have an episode (laughs) where there was like a romance where she was like, she sang Crush. Yeah. Yeah, and he's saying, don't stand so so close close to to me. Yeah. Yeah. Which was really problematic. You know, the character... Well, let's get through this, and I'll talk about the problematic history of the <laughs> character of Will Schuster. <laughs> so anyway, what happened to this pilot? So basically, he's doing everything he can to make this Glee Club work. He finds young studly Finn Hudson in the showers. <laughs> and <laughs> the rest is history. It's... <laughs> <laughs> It's your classic characters, misfits, all, you know, like, yeah. it's High School Musical with Edge. Yeah. Yeah. It's High School Musical with Cognac. They pretty go. much, they introduce the school, they introduce this teacher, um, and then they find, like, so the school, the director of the Glee Club, <laughs> um, this character, Rachel, gets him fired for molesting a child which he did not do and then the well, we don't know for sure but well allegedly uh, molested a child we don't know they kind of leave it up in the air but um so the glee club director is open and this character will schuster was the king of his own glee club and his marriage is falling apart his life just kind of sucks so he takes over the glee club and it's a band of fucking misfits at first mm-hmm. I just want to say that I'm always forever upset that they cut out Artie's audition. He sang Genuine by Pony. What? Just kidding. Say the way around Pony by Genuine. Oh. Wow. They really should have kept that in. Yeah. My pony. Yeah. Wow. It's on the internet. You can watch that video. Is it like a deleted scene? Yeah. And it's actually recorded Pony. Okay. Yeah. It's like the studio recorded Pony. So. I love that they have him riding a pony. When he's no, he's not. He's not riding a pony. I know. He's riding his forever steel pony. Oh God! <laughs> but um, yeah. So basically, character Will Schuster starts Glee Club. His wife thinks that she's pregnant. He's ready to quit it. But then all of a sudden, he decided that music is better than stability. When he hears them perform uh, "Journeys Don't Stop Believing," to uh, an annoying result, being that you will never ever unhear that cover. It played Don't through a whole stop. decade. <sighs> and they oh they also redo it on the show like four thousand times. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. You like, got the journey rights. So you need to abuse those. <laughs> I really like listening to <laughs> Logan whenever he wants to make me happy in the car. He'll put on the um like just Glee soundtracks, like Glee covers. And there's I want to so listen many. to the real song. The way we <laughs> compromise is by playing the Glee version. Okay, tell me one Glee song you think is better as a Glee song. I think they're all amazing. Um. Um. <laughs> Bitches back, mixed with um that one dress you up in my love song is better than the bitches back by Elton John. You know, Will Schuster's version of the thong song. 
No, uh, there's, no, no, no. We're not getting canceled. No, um, nope. That's not true. That's bad. Um, I also think um, I feel pretty and unpretty was a cool matchup too. That's a great one. Yeah, that's a great one. I wow. think my favorite is um, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> yeah, forget you. Oh, you think the forget you is better than I don't the CeeLo one? I think I like Gwyneth Paltrow. But I, 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 I like I like CeeLo's version a lot better. When Gwyneth Paltrow sings that one song. When like they're doing the tango. Oh, you talking about Kiss? Kiss the yes, tango version. that okay. version is better than the real no. one. No, um, it's good, but no, <laughs> no, <laughs> you do not invoke Prince in such a way. <laughs> People will come for you. I don't know. I'd say yeah, the bitch is back and dress you up. That that remix was really great. What about the Glee and original songs? <sighs> my cup, my cup, singing Saying what's up. up. And then um, I really just love big ass heart. You love <laughs> you love run Joey run run <laughs> Joey. I just love that episode. I love I love Rachel, but I also hate her, and she's really just a cunt in this episode. <laughs> However, I will go down and say that she did one of the best songs on that show, which was I think season one episode six. Wow, he's 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 educated on the fact, and it was. We'll I, have did, a I did some research. Yes. And it was um, Walking on Sunshine Halo. Oh, that was great. Yeah. That's oh, a great yeah. one. Uh, th- but that, she's annoying as crap. Like, there is no doubt. <laughs> There's the other um, the other mashup, and that was um, Confessions and um, It's My Life. That, yeah. was, that was a pretty cool mashup, too. They it's were all on Ritalin, episode. right? We should have reviewed that episode. <laughs> we could review more episodes. No one's stopping us from... We're... F- this is... M- this is our podcast. We can say whatever the yeah. fuck we want. Except we, for we can't sing copyrighted music, but that's fine. We're doing it anyway. <laughs> We've been doing it this whole time. Like, that's this whole podcast. <laughs> is my cup copyrighted, you think? Oh, no. Saying what's up. But I bet it is, by the way. Ryan Murphy's a fucking... Oh, and her hair tie song or whatever? Headband. 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 My headband. <laughs> what about Only Child? I feel that one. <laughs> she sings something about like one egg or something like yeah. that. Is that it? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. One of my other favorites is um, Adina Menzel and her singing a Poker Face, their rendition of it. I remember that was so big when it came out. Yeah. I really like that they one. They do look a lot alike. So it does make sense. They cast yeah. that well. But I, you know what's so funny is they compete. They used to compete for jobs constantly it's funny because like imagine them like they hate each other so much they're in each other's presence like hi mom hi mom (laughs) you know i kind of feel like that translates to the show though because i feel like when they're singing they're almost competing with each other every single time that's why poker face was awesome yeah yeah well there's a part where i think idina is like mad that she's young and she's like you're so lucky i'm old (laughs) and in reality they're like 10 years apart and that's it they could date just they, like her and Mr. Schuster. Yeah, just exactly. Like, God. You know it chaps Lee's ass that she got that um that she got the frozen movie. Oh yeah. And then because that was something that Lee was up for. And then for her to go and have to do let it go on Glee. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, you gotta let it go. You didn't get that job, bitch. Didn't Leah Michelle hate when they did like 
like the Fox song and stuff. Yeah, no, she she I think said everyone hated she that. said she was mad about the Fox song and that she said that the Game Nim style was the worst one they ever had to perform. <laughs> and I love that they had the Asian girl sing most of it. They were like Tina, of the, it's of your the, turn. Of the, Here's wrong, your plot line. of the wrong Asian of the wrong Asian descent. <laughs> yeah. They're like Gangnam style. Yeah, Upam Gangnam style. Yeah. Um, now there's a lot of interesting music choices and like for instance there was an episode that I think is the worst piece of music to ever hit anything. They did an episode called Jagged Little Tapestry where they took Atlantis Morissette and mixed it with human poop and it was bad. The whole episode really fucking sucked. Everything about it. So I thought I'd mention that as well. I don't remember a lot of season six. I remember <laughs> thinking why? Also how? Also why again? And no. And they took out all the people that you had spent any time with in the fifth season because they just sent them to different schools. They were just like... Which what really happened was they didn't think they were coming back for a season six. 100%. And then all the other people, especially old Supergirl in there, got more jobs. She wasn't... She was the only character not in the finale because she got Supergirl. Mm-hmm. And she was like, this is way better than this show. <laughs> yeah. Screw this. Yeah. Probably and, my- and she got Supergirl because the old boy on Flash... Yep. You know, they, they started cherry picking oh, yeah. everybody Justin's from, great. yeah, every, they started cherry picking all the Glee cast members. But Karofsky, he didn't get anything. <laughs> well, no offense to Karofsky, but he doesn't look like a CW model. He also no, doesn't very, act okay. like an actor. Also, <laughs> <laughs> He's so bad. He, I, I wanted to mention him. There's a couple of actors in here. That are like so good, like that are like way too good for the show. Like I think Darren Chris is a great actor. Yeah, He's a great actor. And the girl who plays Becky Jackson is fucking amazing. Grace Potter. Yeah, she's great. But then you get people like who played Karofsky, or the guy who played Joe. Joe wasn't good. Samuel Larson, right? Damn, you're really good at this. Because he won. <laughs> did he win Glee Project or was he like second place? Didn't or watch something? Glee Project. I know okay. he was on it. I quite like. Glee Project. It's I didn't good. watch it. I wish but, I would have. But the problem I got with Glee, into Glee Project ten years after. <laughs> yeah. What happened? The issue with Glee Project is that it made it, it had prerequisites that in turn made every single kid who got on the show an insanely yeah. talented, unbelievably gorgeous person, which is not how high school works. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm just saying that when the ugliest new character is Kitty, you know what I mean? Like, can't relate. It just doesn't make any sense because she's still like an attractive blonde lady. None of them came in looking like Corey Monteith or, you know what I mean? With like that, that was a, not to call them frumpy, not to call the characters frumpy, but there was just a believability about the first set of cast members. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. They, they, everybody was talented. Every person they ever cast in the show was really talented. Yeah, that's kind of a prerequisite. You know, they they're yeah. not gonna. I mean, even Zeisses was talented at being awful at singing. Yeah, like and she was hilarious and a great character actor, but. Then I like the when she's who, saying, I know what boys want. I know what But then you get, you know, people like the guy who plays Karofsky or what's his face? I love God. that you're just dogging on Karofsky. He's really fucking bad. If you watch it again, he is terrible. Who's the, I think his name was like Eli, Elias or something. The, the, the black guy who was always next to Karofsky. That actor's terrible. He's awful in it. He's not believable. He's not funny. He's shitty. I, I seem like the they didn't really care that much. Yeah. And there was one really untalented actress who could sing. It was the girl who was like the cheerleader that like came in, tried to steal Puck's brother from What's-Her-Face. Oh, my God. She was a horrendous actress. What is her name? I don't remember because she's so bad I didn't care to remember. But she was a good singer. 
Are you talking about with the second set of kids? This was, she was almost like even after that. Like she came in the season after and was like a cheerleader and was like a shithead and got what's his, what's his face to fuck her. And then Brie. There you go. Brie. Brie. She, and like, she was like, <laughs> look at the way her body jiggles and gave that one girl bulimia. Oh. <laughs> I thought Kitty did that where she kept sewing her clothes. She also gave her bulimia. <laughs> Can we talk about how the character who had bulimia was the most attractive girl to ever like walk across the, the show? The most attracted, probably one of the most successful characters most to come out of that show. Most talented. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, let's make her, because her mom was fat, let's make her bulimic, which Gosh. is a horrible message. Melissa Benoist. Yeah. That's her name. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Destiny's? You're beautiful. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> One of my, my absolute favorite song from the show, though, I'm still on that, <laughs> is one that I can't listen to without fucking crying. It's is it the, Papa, Can You Hear Me? <laughs> yes. No, it's We've no, Got... No, it's Shout. <laughs> It's jump when they're on the mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> you got me there. No, it's, she's having my baby. <laughs> oh, but it's uh we've got tonight when they sing that one yeah. and they're all in they're, New York they're, and everything. They're last duet together. Yeah, they're last yeah. duet together and it's when Quinn and um Santana hook That's up. That's the part you makes you cry? No, no, no. I was just gonna say hey, but um no, it makes me cry because it was the last time Finn it was their and last night Rachel, together, yeah. yeah, and it was, and they really did just have it tonight, and yep. <sighs> and then he went back to New York, beat up that one dude, and then disappeared. Yeah, but like it's it's so weird because it kind of like plays into like the Glee curse. Like they wrote such a good episode for it to be his final episode. What was it? His- final episode it, it was his final duet with her oh well his final interaction with rachel yeah yeah he did a whole like part where he was in in college, college and then also he beat up brody yeah and yes i remember and that, that. was that was great he stay away from my future wife stay away from- <laughs> <laughs> but that was such shit. a good like final moment with him and rachel mm-hmm. i cry <laughs> and they were like he lost weight and really he was on heroin and that's why he was getting so thin harsh yeah. The show, you know, that's really um, irresponsible and fucked up of Ryan Murphy to, to write in that you notice how thin he's getting. But instead of approaching him about it, just being like, let's say he's on Atkins. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's dead. Not long after. I do like how the show in like season one and everything with like Quinn's ca- or Finn's character kind of tackles like men with self-confidence confidence issues and body issues yeah and, and body issues because that i feel like doesn't get tackled ever in shows i'd agree yeah i think the show was already they're worried about making it stigmatic you know they don't want people to walk away because it tackles something that they find silly or gay yeah. but the thing is the show was already like that <laughs> it's if already you were a, dude, a silly and gay if show you were, if you were a dude in high school like if i was in high school watching glee I would get clowned on, oh, even though like it's not a bad 100%. show. Yeah. So that's why they could tackle issues like that. Cause like we already lost the morons who are going to be super judgy about the whole thing. Yeah. I think that if it came out now, it'd actually be more successful. Except it's so problematic. I don't know how it would survive. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's like that one show about that girl who like gets like her mouth wired shut and then loses a bunch of weight. People love that show, even though it's really problematic. <gasps> oh, insatiable! Um, yeah, I love that show. I love Debbie. Ryan. No, Can I feel talk? like it's not. It's not as problematic as you think. And I want to cover okay, that. No pause. No, I want to cover that not show. Not for real point. pause, but 
Come on. The concept of the show is insanely yes, problematic. Yes, but you're saying that without watching the show and how they address but things. But that's not my point. I don't, I don't care if it's controversial. I'm saying people watch controversial shows if they actually have merit. And that's I one believe, show I really want to cover. I believe Glee has merit. Yeah. That's a great show. <laughs> I would I would like to cover that one. Maybe Cody should just come on and just be permanent. Guys, tell us in the comments if Cody should be a permanent. They're just member. like, I don't know. We don't like him. He's gay. <laughs> Trust me. Allegedly. That's how, that's <laughs> also um, name redacted. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know his last name, bitches. <laughs> if only we knew how to go back and bleep. When we <laughs> we just pull a um, kill Bill, just bleep his name. They're gonna find out his first name no matter what. It's all about that last name, baby. Yeah, baby. It's baby. Because in reality, <laughs> in reality, I'm it's, baby. It's not even really your first name. C L baby. <laughs> C L baby. It isn't. Wow, Cody. C L blue. You are Who? really an enigma, aren't you? By Lady Gaga, thank you. <laughs> Americano by Lady Gaga. <laughs> that was also a song they did on Glee. And they did it with Dance Again by J- <laughs> And See, they had, was it Kate Hudson? Yes. Yeah. And they Kate had Hudson being like, anti-Semitic for a season. <laughs> <laughs> She's like David Schwimmer. We haven't even, we haven't even ta- talked about one of my favorite characters of the whole show. Is it Sue? April. April Rhodes. April's oh. one of your favorite characters. It's because you're just as messy as she is. Shut up. I will <laughs> no, say I love her. Kristen Chenoweth as April Rhodes and then Sue Sylvester. Those are the best two characters yeah. on the show. I uh, will say that. I think Sue Sylvester is the best character she on the is. show. She is. Yeah. And then the second best character on the show is probably Coach Beast, but it's fine. <gasps> Try living with hepatitis. That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I like the... I just love the dialogue of Coach Beast always. Just like the yeah. weird ass shit. You're about a cornhole screw loose of a butt fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. And her character is always like very, like she she's a mess. But or he actually he. now he's a mess. Wow. But um no no in the show. Oh his, oh god his, yeah his character's trans in the in the yeah. show. I don't believe Doc. Which that. by the way felt. A little shark jumpy to Felt me. Felt super push. Yeah, it did and because like, also like mm, okay. And then they made it so obvious. It was like, are you? Are you? Do you have cancer? And it's like that explain why your legs are hairier. Like they literally are like, it's not cancer. It's like we get it, you stupid fucks. We understand. But is that why my legs are so hairy? I, I have cancer. <laughs> yes. I didn't like that they wrote that for her because that's not how they started him. him. <laughs> them. That's not how they started off the character. No, like, you're supposed to be like... She wanted to feel feminine. Yeah. They kept saying That's that. That's why I said it, it felt fucked up because the whole point was that she was feminine even though she wasn't like yeah. super 100%. feminine. And it was really like an empowering character for that reason. Mm-hmm. But, and um, they went and fucked it up, that's which why, Glee that's loves why to do with its characters. Yeah, you, you Beast is off. my favorite part of the pilot. Be, be, yeah, nice. <laughs> no, Beast comes in the second season, but from yeah. season two <laughs> to the quarterback episode, she's a great character. And then after that, she's terrible. Yeah. That quarterback stuff with her and like Puck. That episode's rough. It, dude, because it's, it's really good. It's not just because a lot of times with those kind of episodes, it's emotional manipulation. The quarterback they don't episode, emotionally manipulate you. They, they just don't. play it out. Isn't the quarterback episode... Like the episode season after Finn dies. Five. Is that what you're saying? No, so three. Finn died in the off season. They did two Beatles episodes when they came back. Yep. And then they approached it. I guess they already had shot the Beatles episodes. 
and that's why they couldn't do it. Like they had they had yeah. already set up a thing. And they were also like, we're gonna we're gonna give the cast time to like be on set without him before we like yeah. go right in. Yeah, still it's captured some real tears, you know. Yeah, quarterback is a great pilot episode. Yeah, nice. <laughs> no, but we could review the court. You know, let's not talk too much about it because maybe we might want to yeah, come back maybe, and review yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but okay, so I think we've exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've definitely talked about everything besides the pilot. My point is the pilot's really great. It's probably one of the best TV pilots you're going to see because it's better than most of the show. Um, oh, yeah. And that's not to really shit on it. I love, I'm, I used to do Rocky Horror in high school. I love their Rocky Horror episode. But I, I've, but the people I did Rocky Horror with hate that episode. So it's, it's, it, the show isn't as clean cut as this first pilot episode where you could watch it and objectively know that it was a really great pilot. The pilot is basically a film. Yeah, you can watch if, that film and know what the show is. Especially if you watch the episode one and two back to back, it really kind of feels like a movie. 100%. Um, anyway, for any, we we're not going to rate it by numbers. Let's just say. If we'd watch the show yeah, based if, on if, the pilot. If, if, if How we, many gold stars would you give it by Rachel Berry? <laughs> Or, or I mean, or we could rate it. How should we do this? We haven't talked about this at all. This is very unprofessional. Oh, let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should um, rate it based on if it makes us want to watch the show. Okay, then I would say this one's a definite yes. If you like the pilot, or if you watch the pilot, you'll want to watch the rest of the show. Yeah, same. I love this pilot. I love this show, regardless of the down <laughs> the ups and downs that it takes you. You can on. stop watching after the quarterback. Just end the show. There. Yeah, end the show. I end mean, the show with the ending like where they ended. You can stop watching either that season two. Or, I, no, you can stop at the season three finale where he's running next to the train. Yeah, after that, that's a great place. No, to stop. I cry. I cried. I sobbed. Except you are missing probably the best actors who come into <laughs> season four. However, the story isn't great. Yeah, that dude, um, the kid who played Puck's brother, and he did prerogative. He was really talented. Jacob Artist. Yeah. Yeah. Really great. And um, wife beater. What's his name? What? <laughs> What's his name? He was the one who, I mean, allegedly, he was the one who abused Melissa Benoist. What? Yeah. The writer kid? I, I knew they got married, but he he physically abused her? Yep. And so there was like an, uh, allegedly, it's are you not hearing confirmed. This? I don't know who the Do actors are. Marley. Okay. You remember Ryder? He had- The, the kid with dyslexia? Yep. Yes. He beat Melissa Benoist, apparently. So they got married- and I knew that from meeting on Glee or from meeting yeah. on Glee. Wow. And so she like claimed she fell down the stairs, quote unquote. And then Aww. she like later came out and she's like, there were some like award shows where like I was lying about what happened. And I actually had like an abusive ex. Wow, that's like, so well, you, sad. Yeah. And then she got married. And I think Kevin Smith was at her wedding, her private wedding that she had recently. Fuck yeah. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. She's got, she was in, she's in Kevin Smith's uh, new movie. Jane oh, Silent really? Bob reboot. Yeah. Huh. She played, uh, Chronic. Huh. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah, they're okay. good friends. Anyway, awesome. sorry. Yeah, I'm a Kevin Smith. I'm I'm like labeled as the Kevin Smith fan of the internet, so I have to bring it up in every conversation <laughs> apparently. <laughs> okay, so um wait, Cody didn't read it. He said he agreed with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd say it's a great show. If you're gonna like judge it based on watching like wanting to watch the show i'd agree is it a good portrayal of what the show is in the future no no because everything about it is more produced in a good way it felt i feel like the pilot 
you can like the pilot by itself and end up not liking the show because the pilot is really well produced. The music's awesome. I mean, they do fucking Flight of the Bees and Beethoven's Fifth all with acapella. That's something that does not come up again. I'd not even the in the acapellas episode. Pilot's great. Pilot's yeah. great. All right, cool. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to jump in with Pokemon. <laughs> Hello! Welcome back! Ow. I was thinking about counting the 10, and then 10 seemed really long, but 3 is like not long. Pregnant pauses. Hysterical pauses. <laughs> Hysterical pauses. We're here to talk about the wonderful world of Pokemon. Pokemon. Catch them all. Franny. Yes. I think it's interesting to hear your perspective because you seem like you give two hot shits about Pokemon. So. I didn't watch Pokemon as a kid, really, but I do have a great story about Pokemon as a kid. So my best friend growing up was a dude, and I wasn't allowed to watch Pokemon and stuff, but he was super into it. And so we had a compromise. Whenever he'd come over to play, we'd play house, but with Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, he's the Charmander, you're the Bulbasaur? We were Pokemon. We had Pokemon. Okay, so instead of children, you had Pokemon. Yes. Because okay. we had this little, I love like, how Cody's like, that sounds fun. I want to play. <laughs> right? <laughs> we had this little, like, I had this little, like, Amish, like, playhouse thing in my yard, and we'd play it in there. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch cartoons because they were for boys. <laughs> I, I don't have words for that. I really don't. <laughs> what about the Powerpuff Girls? <laughs> I wasn't really allowed to watch anything on Cartoon Network. That was for boys. What were you allowed to watch? Disney Channel. <laughs> Hannah Montana. Um, <laughs> and sometimes Spongebob. <laughs> Spongebob is one of the most risque ones like, out there. Crazy. I know. I don't know how I got away with it, but I fucking did. You probably fought for that one. Like, kids are like, Spongebob's crack, dude. Spongebob's yeah. so good. Spongebob's still so good. It's really good. And he's a gay icon now. Aren't he's we all? <laughs> <laughs> but um, what if you had to guess, what Pokemon do you think would be Amish? <laughs> Mr. I heard, Mime. <laughs> I was about to say, I heard you say Amish. And People I was are like, going to think I came from, like, an Amish. <laughs> no, we just had an uh, Amish The house. way you're describing your life isn't really so much Amish, <laughs> more Meta Knight. Yeah. You're like, you I wasn't allowed to watch boy shows. Meditate the Pokemon. <laughs> you mean Magnemite? You mean Magnemite? Why well, Magnemite? Um, no. Um, so with Pokemon for me, uh, obviously I was obsessed as a kid. I think most people around our age group was like super obsessed. Used to have my Game Boy Advance. I had my Koalava named Charlie. That's cute. I refused cute. I refused to evolve him into a Typhlosion because I thought Typhlosion looked stupid. Quilava was adorable. Quilava's like low-key super adorable. Yeah, and Cyndaquil's like annoying. I don't like that shit. Same. So I'm like, Quilava it is, since I accidentally didn't get Totodile. I don't know what Oh, are. yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, you have to enjoy Pokemon to get anything we're talking about right now, but I feel like most <laughs> people know what Pokemon is in some regard. Because simp- on Pokemon Go alone, people yeah. know what Pokemon are. Yeah. That was a great time. 2016, back when people would go outside and catch invisible, not real creatures. What about all the people we who died all still, doing that? 
we know somebody that literally travels the world, like travels the United States doing Pokemon and like goes to tournaments and shit. He's got to catch them all. She's got to catch them all. I'm sorry. She's got to catch them all. (laughs) She really does catch them all. I can't believe they still, (laughs) but I can't believe they still like have like, like meetups and shit. (laughs) Yeah. that that Pokemon go. I I am kind of shocked. It's still kind of a thing. I mean, it's I think like, it's a uh, thing to a certain group of people. To old people. It's really funny because, so one of my best friends still does it. It's someone that Logan and I used to work with. And Ooh, wow. That's they really- would, they're part of a Facebook group where they're like, okay, there's a raid. So we're all going to go to the, like yeah. the centralized location. And it's usually like the middle of a graveyard. Or that's a what the other person we know does that. And it's literally adults and their young children who are both playing and then like old people yeah like old as shit people yeah old people and you're just like good for you karen like you got this (laughs) i just remember like back when it first came out i had so here's the thing i'm immensely poor and i thought (laughs) i I thought i could be a part of it but it turned out my iphone was one generation too old so i had to watch i had to watch all these people we played it on my phone sometimes. No, 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 I did not play. Do you know why? Why? Because fuck any phone game where I have to buy a new fucking phone to play it. No. And there were people who had multiple phones for their Pokemon going, for their Pokemon <laughs> gone. <laughs> I just, I never got the fascination. There were so many people who got hurt playing because they weren't looking where they were going, got hit by a car or some crazy shit. Like some girl like fell off a cliff in yeah. California because yeah. she was like, oh. <laughs> But she, she she lived though, which is crazy. Did she? Yeah, Good she like hang off the side of a cliff until the fireman came. That's um, insane. Maybe they're married now. Though. Another dude accidentally walked into a Swiss prison or like a, a, in Switzerland. He, he walked into a prison like playing. Switzerland walked. has prisons. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> he walked through the front where the officers were. They didn't notice him. He walked all the way back to the barricades and walked into a cell. <laughs> Nobody ever saw him until he was already in the cell trying to catch a diglet or whatever the fuck it was. Wow. And then there were pedophiles using them to wrangle kids. They would set off a pokey spot or whatever the fuck or whatever they call it. And then they would wait for the children to come to them. I just remember my local Kroger had a pokey spot at it. So I would just sit there. It's pokey stop, right? I think it's It had a thing where you took spin the whole thing and you get points or whatever and yeah, i just go and there like and spin it like items right i guess i don't I fucking items. know i used to play i don't remember well now they have this like pokemon like bank you can use where you save up all the pokemon from all your different games and now they just open it up to pokemon go players yeah. and i'm like that's not fucking fair raising an aerodactyl is a fuck of a lot harder than walking around and catching berries and shit all right you fucks I grinded in that field for three hours. And you guys just get that level by walking around with it. I always thought it was weird that like there was not a like a Pokemon like battle function with Pokemon Go. There kind of was, there, but it was There bad. is now. Oh. I know that because you'll see little kids like. Well, now you can take all of your Pokemon <laughs> like Go. Slapping their phones. Really if you have a Switch, you can take all of them and put them into this Pokemon bank thing and you have all of them. Yeah. It's really fucking something. Yeah. I use it because I have this one Blaziken for my Pokemon Ruby version. (laughs) And we sat there and struggled at the eighth gym because I was one of those kids who was like, my starter is my life, dude. And I'm not going to train any other Pokemon. 
Cody, let's stream and let's play a Nuzlocke. I would love that. Yes. What game would we do? What's the hardest game? Probably Ruby or Sapphire or Emerald. One of those three because they're the same game. But, but can we play like Omega Ruby so I don't have to struggle with those graphics? <laughs> 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 no, because once you can start getting it, anything in the 3DS realm of the games is easy as fuck. They, they really turn into baby time. Not that I won't play it, because I love them regardless, but they made them super easy, especially like Sun and Moon. Like, you can pretty much walk through that game. Gosh, that game. Don't even get me started. Not a fan? So the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> let's talk about the when Pokemon was kind of at its biggest. Now, now, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the game came before the show. Yes. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. Everybody knows that. Um... So the game was gigantic pocket monsters. It blew up the fucking world. Um, and then they try to capitalize on that by writing up a little nice little anime with this character, Ash, in which they ended up reusing it um, with Pokemon Yellow, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the char- so yeah, technically, he's I think he's based on a manga. Mm-hmm. And he's based off a character named Red, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's slightly based off Red, but they didn't. Okay. They what they wanted to do was a lot of the iconic images of Red was of with his Pikachu that he happened to catch, even though the Pikachu was not a big part of the manga or know, or the characters in the like game. Bulbasaur, or yeah, Charmander. no, it's Charmander, yeah. Red, and Blue had Squirtle because they're oh, Red that and makes Blue. Sense. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I love colors. <laughs> um, so does which Pokemon. There actually, there actually is a Pokemon series out there. It's a short series, and it's about red. And it's actually pretty good. I, th- I think it's Pokemon Origins or something like that. Yeah, Pokemon Origins. That, that's a great show, actually. If you if you haven't seen it, I think it's on Hulu. It's really fun. Um, and then the pilot that we're talking about was also turned into a different movie called Pokemon. Uh, is it I Choose You? Yeah, yes. Which um, yeah. has Pikachu talk, and people are like, I hate this. I loved that movie. Uh, oh, I thought it was good too. Pikachu talked and I was in tears and I was just like, <laughs> I love you too, buddy. What do you think about the Me Too um, remake evolution? I started watching it. Mm-hmm. I did not make it through. Because you just wanted to watch the original. Because nostalgia is the sweetest cover of life. Yeah. And it definitely like blankets that movie to make me think it's really good. And... It is really good. Yeah. It's just, I didn't want to watch it again with 3D models. With 3D models. And and there were some, there's some great character designs that were, you know, like like the, a lot of the Pokemon themselves and the way they're drawn in 2D animation is a lot more impressive than they look in 3D. Yeah. Um, Charmander looks a hell of a lot fucking more boring as a 3D model than he does as an animation. Um, you know, it just it didn't look that great. It's cool if you don't have the original; it's free on Netflix, so it's like gives you a chance to watch the movie. It's exactly the same. Yep. Um, and then I choose you is just a longer version of the pilot. So. Yep. Um, but the pilot, sticking strictly with that, he's it's a ten year old boy. Scary. Shouldn't be sending off ten year old boys into the world by themselves. <laughs> when I was in fourth grade, that was all I wanted. I yeah. was like, <laughs> I'm gonna get my Bulbasaur. I'm gonna go out on an adventure. I was a Bulbasaur guy too. Makes a lot of sense. I like yeah. Bulbasaur the best. Yeah, he Bulbasaur reminds, is my favorite. We have reminds, a painting of Bulbasaur on our wall. And he reminds me of our smushy faced dog. <laughs> but um, the, why Pokemon's so cool? It's the first kind of show for kids where, you know, like maybe it's happened more since then. They've kind of like perfected it. But Pokemon was so cool. You didn't want the characters to be adults. It was cool if they were kids anyway. 
you know, like a, like Dragon Ball Z is awesome for kids, but Goku has a kid. He's an adult, you know. All of these superheroes, they're all adults. I mean, Peter Parker, I guess, is like a 16-year-old, but he's not a 10-year-old kid. And so when you're 10 years old and the character on the screen is you and he's accomplishing real adventures and doing real shit, it's really fucking cool. And you relate to the characters really well, and that's what made it so engaging for younger audiences. And then Pokemon is just so awesome that even as you get older, you're still obsessed because you're like, I love these concepts. Collecting little monsters is really interesting. It's like having a shit ton of pets that fight. Not Michael Vick style, but still cool. You know? It's a lot of fun. And I will say that's where Neopets got it wrong. Is because I feel like Neopets was like, we're going to do the same thing, Mm -hmm. but we're going to focus on like this niche, like 20 like creatures. Yeah. And then Pokemon does it really well where they're like, we're always going to keep it interesting where there's like... And there's more. And and the the reason why, even though some... Like, come on. We all know that if you look at Ghastly, it's not exactly as cool as fucking Dragonair. We get it. But the point is that people will connect randomly with one and it'll be like they're special. Like for me, I love Bulbasaur, but my all-time favorite Pokemon is Krabby. I can't tell you why. I just fucking love him. I love him so much. He's my favorite. And I'm always the one, like, you don't go to a crowd of fans and usually have the same thing unless you're like your basic. It's like Charmander. But it's cool. You can find like that little pocket monster that's yours and kind of relate yourself to that. And we've, we've played like role-playing games, like D and D kind of style things where we played Pokemon masters and my favorite NPC that fought you. Cause I was the dungeon master essentially that fought you guys was the guy with the Kingler, you know? Cause that's me. I was introing myself into that character. Yeah. That, that is cool. That was a fun time. Like Franny said, her favorite was Litwick for a while. Yeah. I really like him. Little ghost candle boy. Yeah. I quite like Corsola. Corsal is adorable. And Swinub. I'd say those are like Swinub. That's a weird one. I mean. She likes Snubble a lot. Snubble's cool. Snubble's, you know, you remember who Snubble is? The little dog, like the little like. Well, did you like Snubble or Granbull? She likes Snubble. Whoa. These questions. (laughs) Let me do some Googling. Snubble's the pink little doggy, right? Yeah. Yeah. She liked the pink little doggy. Little, Little pink bulldog. Yeah. It's a pink bulldog with like a dress. And in the, I think. Was it the live action movie? He's like a cop. Yeah. So, yeah. It was really great. Oh, yeah. I do Which, like by the way, one. I think you should guess on Crosscut sometime and we'll just review Detective Pikachu. Oh, I, yeah. Because for those of you who don't know, his his niche, I wouldn't say his niche, but his one of his big things that he's super into is Pokemon. When you go over to his house, it's just covered in plushes of Pokemon everywhere. Hundreds. <laughs> Hundreds. Hundreds. He liked Lit Leo. He said he likes Lit Leo. Yeah, it's cute. What? <laughs> it's just a lion with a goofy ass face, you know? So is Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find what we're talking about? Yeah. Snubble? Yeah. Yeah, I like Snubble. You said you like Snubble a lot. Yeah. You, when we were when we were playing Pokemon, that's the one you caught. Also, to get off the pilot once again, um, <laughs> Let's Go uh Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee is is not that great of a game, but there is a fun element where you can play with your significant other and catch Pokemon together. Yeah, it's cool. Franny won't do it with me, but but we do. We could, you and I could do it together. <laughs> yep. Oh, that should be one of our Nuzlocks. <gasps> wow. We'll Nuzlock that and play together on Twitch. Yeah. Yes. That sounds good. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> I love teamwork. Anyway, so Ash Ketchum's a 10 year old. <laughs> um, and he, tomorrow's his big day where he be, which by the way, very confusing. Um, so the pilot doesn't explain this very well. Is the next day his birthday? 
So, or do all of them have the same tenth birthday, or do they have a special time of year where the ten year olds go gather up and yeah, grab it a doesn't really. I don't know why, but the day April twenty sixth is like in my brain, and I think it's like it's like a school year. Like, oh, if you're born before this certain day, you all are in the same grade. And oh, I think that's the way it that works. makes sense. Because like Gary looks a hell of a lot old. Gary looks like he's slamming bitches. Gary, 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 Gary looks like he's like. I'm taking your sister to prom. Yeah, smell my finger. Like, that's what Gary comes off to me as. He's definitely an 11 year old. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Even, but like, they, by the way, they're so not drawn to be, like, you as a 10 year old don't realize, but that's not what you look like. You don't no. look like a full grown adult with cheerleaders and you're not driving a car. But at 10, you're like, that's me. I'm him. I'm Gary. I, 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 I I had the biggest crush on Misty when I was 10. I thought she was fire. I thought she was insufferable. <laughs> the well. character? Why? <laughs> she's, introduced for five, she's introduced for five seconds in the show, so we're not straying that far from the pilot, just saying. Agreed. Agreed. She's, she's there. Um, <laughs> I think what bothered me the most is that she is like... Okay, A, I think I have a vengeance against redheads. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> B... Her whole entire like shtick for the beginning of the show is, oh my god, you owe me a bike, and then she's like, oh, but you're kind of cute though, like, yeah. kind of cute, like, okay, <laughs> fuck me on my new bike. <laughs> oh no, so that you're never gonna give me, okay, cool. Well, don't they? Then they actually hook up though. Not like fucked. I, obviously, they didn't fuck. He's ten years old for like the next twenty years. She sings a song in a musical that confirms her feelings. I think that's as close as we get. One day. They'll have like that that wrap up episode like Glee where they both go around playing piano at schools. I think it's called Misty Song. <laughs> but and I um, remember listening to that song and being like, "Oof, she's got it real." But for yeah, you got it bad. <laughs> but no, his thing is he's always traveling with what I would assume to be a cuck and a beautiful woman. That's the that's the path. He travels with a cuck. Who always wants to do something artistic or different than what his life was betrayed for him. Is that the one guy? Brock, Brock. or Tracy or any of them. Silen, uh, Clement? 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 Regardless, he's always with a guy who's like, at first, way more talented than him for one episode. Yeah. And then after that, he's a fucking cuck the rest of the show. Yep. And then he's always got this beautiful girl who he ignores and she he pisses off the whole time and she wants to fuck him. Every season it's like that, and it's different kids with Ash, who never ages. Or he's actually 20, and he's really creepy, and he's hanging out with a bunch of 10-year-olds. <laughs> I love that. He's 10. They they started it out, I think, in Gen 5, whatever that anime was. They were like, 10-year-old Ash catch him, and you're like, I've wasted all this time? What is happening? And then, You just like, want to see him go to the prom and like fuck a girl and shit, but he's never going to. Even if it's Misty, make your move. Come on. I think they're doing that. Maybe Pokemon lives are like animal lives. And they're like, if we had kept them the same age this whole time, Pikachu would be dead by old age by now. Pikachu would have a bum leg. <laughs> Pikachu would just throw up in the corner whenever they drive food. He'd be in Lavender Town for sure. <laughs> okay. I like that Franny's just like glazed off into a corner. She's like, Franny, you know about yeah, Lavender, Lavender Town? Town. I know about Lavender Town. What do you know about it? I know. Isn't that the one that like the music yes. killed people or Kill, some shit? Did not shit kill people. No. <laughs> it gave it gave some kids, presumably with autism, headaches. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. not a joke. That's very wow. legitimately what happened. So did that's the Porygon fucked. episode. Pori no, that gave kids with seizures seizures. Oh, yeah. Small. Yeah. Part. Definitely different than feeling a little sick. 
is a shaky shaky. Yeah. That, that I've had a couple of shaky shakies. It's not the same thing. I woke up <laughs> punching a male nurse begging me to stop hitting him. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I know. I remember oh, that. <laughs> You're like, now I'm not a nurse anymore. I remember being in the hospital and being like, this is concerning. <laughs> <laughs> you were my most calm friend too. Like my brother's like freaking out. Zane's like, oh my God. And you're just like, so like, what do they feed you? <laughs> Did like, you like your pudding cup? Yeah. You're like trying to be like so relaxed, especially yeah. in front of Franny. You're like, oh my God. Wow. Like, are you going to keep your hair like that? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to make it not a big deal. It wasn't. You're fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, my obituary was underneath my pillow. <laughs> she gave me an obituary to write because she thought I was going to be dead by the next day. So I had an obituary written out filled with jokes because I'm that much of an asshole. Wow. I want you to read that on the podcast. I was thinking about reading it at me and Franny's wedding, but I don't know if that might bring the room down too much. A little bit. Oh, I've never heard it. I don't know. I kind of want to hear it. (laughs) I kind of want to hear it. I kind of, I don't know. Maybe like on a Sunday. Might be a bore. (laughs) No, I'm sure it's not a bore. A day that we don't have a lot going on. Can you do it like when I'm bored? When I don't want to watch the Glee pilot. When we're, we're on another long car ride, like we don't have anything to do on those. You Maybe just, I'll get a chuckle. You just don't mention me the whole time and like the last line is like, oh yeah, tell Franny I'll miss her. Yeah, tell Franny it was good hitting <laughs> it that. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> Let Franny know that I don't totally hate her. Anyway. What do you think would be in Pikachu's obituary? <laughs> Pika, Pikachu. Oh my gosh, I was thinking the same exact thing. <laughs> Or something along the lines like, these motherfuckers trying to... (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, though, there's something so hood about original Pikachu. For one, he's a fat bastard, and he's kind of coming off like Biggie the whole time. Where He changed when he got thin. Yeah, he he changed. He changed. (laughs) When he dropped the weight, dude. But he's like Corey. One day they're gonna wake up and have a quarterback no. episode for Pikachu. He's just. Addicted. It doesn't matter how Pikachu died. He's just addicted. To I just want to talk about his life. <laughs> oh God. Um. No, I. It, that is something to talk about. That was the immense, the in, the instant change of Pikachu's demeanor. Really? Don't you think it's kind of odd that really? What is? That? <laughs> like, what kind of question is that? I'm just no. like, how much did it change? I don't. Well, I, I've never you, really watched like the show. Well, we just watched the first episode, and Pikachu was mean to Ash. Does that ever happen anywhere else? Oh no, it doesn't. And then Pikachu's like, "Oh my gosh, you saved my life from a bunch of birds." Even though he didn't. Woo woo. He didn't say Pikachu saved Ash's life from a yeah. bunch of 100%. birds. One hundred percent. Wow, so and that's didn't really catch any of them. And then they saw a rainbow bird. They saw ho oh baby. That's really supposed to be like the turning point in like their friendship. No, 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 no. Scene. The turning point is when they go it's actually in the next episode. It really the pilot kind of works in two episodes. Yeah, it really. Cuz then does. they introduce Team Rocket as well. Um they go to the they go to a Pokémon's hospital and then Pikachu's like going to die pretty much and then he doesn't die and then him and Ash are like, "I'm sorry. Thank you for making sure I don't die." And and then Pikachu goes, "Thanks for making sure I don't die." And then they became buddies. <laughs> That's the conversation. And Misty's like, dude, where's my bike? Yeah, dude, where's my bike? And then she never gets another bike from him, never does she? Never gets a bike. Wow. Or, but she does get the time of her life. That is a that fun introduction funny? to a character, though. Even if you find her annoying. Yeah. The fact that she's stuck along just because he, like, stole her bike. That's a, that's a fun little little romp time. The Brock, the Brock episode where they introduce Brock is the weirdest <laughs> episode of all <laughs> what time. What happens? He's really serious. 
Like, like pretty much like what I would assume, like if you had talked to the dudes before they stormed Columbine, like he was so insanely over the top serious. And then in the next scene, you see him wearing a headband and doing dishes and talking to his little brother. And it just doesn't match up. And then for no reason at all, he's like, I'm coming with you. And we're going to be best friends forever. And I will abandon you at times and then magically show back up. Really? And the yeah. whole plot line is like, I have to go. Like, I, I need to go take care of my gym. And he's gone for two episodes and comes back. He's like, everything's fine. My dad's there. <laughs> and, and Ash is like, so this is the deadbeat that left you? <laughs> There's like a whole episode where I guess it's his parents both left, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's taking care of um, eight kids who eight look kids. just like him, exactly wow. the same. That's and then he just leaves all those eight kids and goes and yeah. follows Ash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then on top of that, you know how? Okay, he's supposed to be this really smart Pokemon trainer, right? Okay, he goes from only using rock type to being like, I like that Vulpix. Let me change my entire way I battle and do everything. Because that Vulpix too. is cute as fuck. Did they I name him too. Brock because he likes rocks? Yes. yes. <laughs> and Misty because she's a water type trainer. Yeah, and Mist. Mist. Wow. Lieutenant Surge is because the it's electric. leader. Wow. Erica. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I would say Erica because... Erica. Yeah. <laughs> Totally works. Because <laughs> she only fights with Eric's. <laughs> no, because she's very patriotic. America, Erica. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, what was your, like, I, I guess you say your fondest memory with not only the anime, but also what's your fondest memory with the game? Like, what's your best moment in the games? The most memorable things that come to mind are when it's like the day of we're going to Toys R Us in the morning. Fuck yeah. I dude. counted out the quarters and literally paid the cashier in quarters. Hell and I yeah. Felt so bad for her, but I was like, I'm getting Wait, Pokemon how old Leaf were you? Green. Oh, Leaf Green. Okay. okay. So this I was you're like, like, that was sun and moon. <laughs> I was like fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, because a lot of people, like just the generation above us, played red and blue, but we played Leaf Green and Fire Red for our first introduction like that. No. Oh, you played. I blue played and red? red and blue. I, I never went and bought it. Is what I'm saying. It was. Or, it was already in my household. Yeah, <laughs> from my so brother. My brother was the one who did red and blue. Yeah, and the same first with mine. game I ever bought myself was Ruby and Sapphire. And we also went to a Toys R Us, and I had that little five dollar pre order card that meant I get five dollars off because yep. I already paid. But it's an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> and got the games and my mom made me give my brother one of them so that we could play together. I got Ruby. He got Sapphire cause he's a little bitch and wanted blue. Yep. And then, Oh, CL blue is my whole thing. And basically <laughs> he lasted route two. That's like right at the, that's the beginning. Yeah. It's like at the beginning. And wow. I was like, why did you make me give me the game when <laughs> Like why? He Did still, you still has get to it. Use it. Oh, you never got to play it. I never got to play Sapphire because of him, and it has Kyogre, and Kyogre is my favorite. Wow, this is really sad, actually. This is why me and my brother have a distant relationship. <laughs> this is why I don't talk to him anymore. This is why we don't talk, and I'm not friends with him on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you end up doing Omega Sapphire, or whatever it's called, Alpha Sapphire? Did I? 
Did you still go with Ruby after all that? <laughs> well, I think by that time I had the emotional attachment to Ruby that I was like, I've played Ruby with my Blaziken. We're going to do it again. Yeah, come on, Blazy. Let's do it. No, I know exactly how you feel. I cannot do a yellow playthrough without getting a Mankey. Mm. It's important to me because he fucking knocks out that first gym like, with his karate chop, yep. dude. He karate chops the fuck out of Brock. I always remember grinding in Viridian Forest right yep. before because you'd have to get Charmander to learn Metal Claw. Yeah, otherwise he's fucked. Uh, it, literally. Because, like, what is he going to do? That's why the best Pokemon to choose at the beginning of the game, ironically enough, is, is Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur rocks his first two gyms. And then even the third, he's like, it evens. Yeah. Yeah, and also he's so beefy by that point because he just knocked out two gyms by himself. Yep. <laughs> Although I would always make sure he never evolved because his evolutions are just not... He's definitely the looker of the family. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, do you remember in the show where he was, where his bulb was like lighting up and like he's about to come the whole time? <laughs> do you remember that episode? Um, Bulbasaur's gonna come any day I, now. <laughs> I don't think I remember it the same way. Um, but I do remember like, and it was the same thing with Pikachu. They were like, oh, his cheeks. Something's yeah. happening with his cheeks. Yeah, essentially, his Pokemon always wanted to come, and Ash was like, no. no. <laughs> Ash was like that youth group You leader. don't deserve it. Yeah. Ash was that guy at youth group who's like, the Lord does not. Except for with Charmander, who got to blow his load constantly. He literally evolved twice before Squirtle did shit. Like, poor little Squirtle. But Squirtle got those cool sunglasses, and I think that's the highlight of the series. I remember when um, they had the game where they, the, the Pokemon made the noises and the meme went around where it was like Squirtle and it was like a normal one and it wasn't like Squirtle, which they wanted. I do like his Squirtle. The Squirtle Squirt. He's the best by far. But you're just like listening like Charmander. Like, oh, that's Ryan's Bubazar and all that shit. And then he gets to Squirtle and it's like, Squirtle. And you're like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Carrot Top. What the fuck? It's not Squirtle. He definitely was on testosterone. Yeah, you know Squirrel chain smokes. <laughs> <laughs> He's got marble reds and she's like, Squirtle. That's what started the fire. That's how he joined the Squirtle squad. <laughs> I like how before they were just gangsters and they reformed into firefighters. That's what Kamala Harris did to the state of California. <laughs> <laughs> oh, prisoners, you can be firefighters and make 20 cents an hour. Go do it. Have fun. That's what the Squirtle squad, they should have called themselves the Squirrel squad. Anyway, <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> okay, but um, then the, the show's really great because it, it, it follows along kind of what Yellow does, where every single time he goes from, like, he didn't get the biggest starter, but by the end, he has all three starters and Pikachu, like, what bullshit, but it was still cool how, like, every episode would kind of highlight on a new Pokemon he was getting, and, like, the Charmander one where, like, the trainer, like, neglected him. Yeah. They better one day give us Charizard fighting that guy's new Charizard whooping his ass. That episode needs to happen. Is he... Do we ever see him again? Because I feel like he's a trainer you do see again. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe. I, I don't remember if it's just something I saw, but I feel like he was one of the people that Ash fought in the Kanto League, but I could be wildly wrong. I don't know. I just remember there's a guy who was super into shorts. Ooh, Knickerbockers? <laughs> There's a character in the show, friend. You haven't seen it that much. No, There's I really a character in the haven't. show whose identity is I wear shorts. And he has a mud kit. Yeah. Doesn't he? Or is it a zigzag gun? I don't remember. But literally, <laughs> his whole thing is knickerbockers and their shorts. That's really something. 
What do you think about, So what do you think about Sabrina in the show Since we're like already going off the rails What do you think about the Sabrina character Cause I think she's your aesthetic <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I, I see Sabrina I think of you I feel personally attacked um, Do you know who I relate to a lot Sabrina oh. <laughs> Yeah exactly <laughs> Like the the weird the psychic ghost girl with the weird ass fucking <laughs> has this weird aesthetic where like she's like let's play and like throws fucking psychic Pokemon at people and, and her only friend her only friend is a doofus ghost Pokemon who makes like dumb faces like I'm I'm the haunter to your Sabrina <laughs> I love it I don't even know the characters well, we, we should watch the episode after this just so you understand yeah right. it's it's basically a girl in a Lolita dress who's like I'm into dark things yeah. It's essentially a haunted girl Pokemon trainer, Pokemon gym leader. She's Annabelle. Yeah, she's Annabelle. I don't want to say I'm Annabelle though. But she's she's like she's like edgy Annabelle. She's like Annabelle if she <laughs> listened to Atlanta. She's, she's like if Annabelle listened to Atlanta Morissette or like Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> she's like <laughs> Annabelle just really loved the Taylor Swift Fearless album. <laughs> and she's like, cool. <laughs> Me and um. I believe in fairy tales. <laughs> um, let's get the image of Franny drawing heart balloons on a notebook. She always draws during the podcast. People think she's asleep and half the time she is, but other times she's drawing. I like to doodle. She likes to Helps sleep too. focus. I'm not sleeping or overly doodling. I just don't know Pokemon. But you, you watched the pilot, so what do you have to say about the pilot? I watched the pilot. Um, I <laughs> all right, fine. She when she when she played X, she got um old frog boy. What's his name again? Froki. Froki, and she named him Pepe. That's cute. Like, I do like him. Yeah, like and that. then she that gave, was before Pepe became like an old an alt right figure. Right yeah. Um, this is a documentary about that, by the way. It's really, it's going to be really good. Um, but um, I don't, I don't, hmm. I she don't also know. caught a Rylu and named him Weird Dog. Yeah. What did, what did I name Fetus? I remember. Oh, you, you, you caught, fetus. you caught, um, oh, fuck. What was it? I think it was a Bill Awesome and you named it Fetus. That was, okay. No, Dunsparce. Dunsparce. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. It does look like a fetus. Yeah, she went fetus and then she caught a lit Leo and named it Go Fuck Your or Fuck Yourself. And she spelled it in a way the game didn't stop you. And when she'd throw it out, it'd be like, Go Fuck Yourself. Yeah, it was great. Um, I'm very excited to see what your children are going to be named. <laughs> Get ready. I, I just feel like I don't have too much to say about it. Um, I don't have that nostalgia thing that you guys have with Pokemon. So I feel like that's a lot of what makes Pokemon so good is the nostalgia from watching it when you're younger. I didn't. Um, <laughs> no, no, I actually disagree. I, I think, think Pokemon really does stand on Do you think it stands own. on yeah, its own? I think mm -hmm. the sad part for me is I'm still like, this is my life. Oh, you're cute. It's not even nostalgia. It's just like, I just want to go out in the world yeah. and I want to make a difference with my best friends. Yeah, okay. I we, love we it. need to play the, the RPG more. That'd yeah. be fun. But I think it is a cute show, especially like the first episode. I think it's really like fun and I could totally see like little kids loving it and everything. It makes you want to watch the rest of the show. It makes you want to see what happens. Drags you in. All right. I like the world they create too. Like I like the whole colors thing, like Palette Town. And mm -hmm. I really like that. I like how... 
it's a kid's show that doesn't shove lessons down your throat. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is the lessons are like almost sometimes you're like, wow, should it be that way? Like they're yeah. they have bad yeah. lessons sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I like that because I feel like a lot of times with but kids it, it, shows, it does it just harp kinda, on friendship though. Yeah. Friendship's important. Which that's a fine lesson, and I like that being the overall meaning of the show being friendship. But I feel like a lot of times with shows made for kids, they kind of like treat them like they're stupid almost and don't feel the need to like actually have plots and actually have characters. And I feel like Pokemon did a good job of not treating its audience like it's kids, even though it is kids. Yeah, it's so well written. You get the personalities of the yeah, Pokemon. Exactly. Like like Brock's Vulpix is like totally like an uppity bitch. Yeah. Same. And Bulbasaur is like a man's man. Yeah. You know, Squirtle's a fucking street thug. Charmander's a puss. Pikachu's a thug. Pikachu Pikachu is a reformed addict. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still weird, you know? He's he's still like got like isolation anxiety. He can't go in his Pokeball and shit. Yeah. Ooh. They used to put him in like Pikachu fights, like Michael Vick and shit in the back alley. Oh. Which is ironic because in the Detective Pikachu there's a fight ring. Yes. Oof. Detective Pikachu was a lot of fun too. Franny hasn't even seen it. I have not. Definitely something we'll have to do. <laughs> yeah. I think the we ending have it. is yeah we have it on 4K, not even Blu-ray. We haven't super gonna, Blu-ray. Just gonna flex like that. Listen, my home my home movie system is fantastic. If anybody ever wants to come over and hang out, and you know who I am, text me and maybe I'll let you come over. And wear a mask, <laughs> you filthy, you nasty. <laughs> I can't wait for the mask Pokemon. Oh God! Gen nine. Here we go. Oh my god, you might be right. Oh, ooh, no, hold on. I got one more fucking thing to say. Ooh. I like the rap that they do at the end. The poker rap. The poker rap's like, let's get it on my burn. I went across the land far and wide. How long do you think that copyright lasts? Do they continue to pay for it or are they just like <laughs> 50 years were done? Of what? Of the Pokemon rap. Who, who Who's paying who? Well, the way copyright works. They own it in-house, though. Warner Brothers owns all of it. Yeah. So they don't really give a shit, I'm sure. And you know what's weird? Warner Brothers owns the film rights, even of the animated ones. Mm-hmm. But the TV show is like, they can't like land rights on that, even though it's played on mainly Warner things. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It was on WB Kids forever. Mm-hmm. And Cartoon Network, too. Yep. And then now it's like... Now it's Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Netflix isn't owned by Warner. It's it's really weird. I, I wonder what how that's going to turn out and shake out because they want to do a live action series, and I wonder where that even go. I'd watch it. I mean, I oh, enjoy, fuck yeah. I enjoyed Detective Pikachu, so I'm very curious what they would do with like a this is Ash Ketchum and we're doing a show. I, I hope they wouldn't use Ash. I mean, same, but but you know, I hope they just use a female protagonist. You know, like let's get an interesting perspective. I'm not just saying that to be woke either. I really wonder. <laughs> If they could find like an interesting girl to like have her first Pokemon and it'd be something like totally opposite. Like her first Pokemon's like a fucking Well, what's a what's a crazy weird Pokemon to run a show under? What's something that would be like a really a risk? A girder. She has a girder that she travels with. <laughs> I don't know why I was like Dugong. Dugong would, would not be that crazy. That'd be kinda cute. But then he'd have to like flop around. Exactly. Morning. That's what I was a like. Shfiel? You're gonna pay for the CGI to have a Dugong just flap around the whole entire time? <laughs> Or like a Torchic would be adorable. A little one-foot Torchic. Anyway, They kind of did it, right? Live action? Kind of, yeah. Well, not, I, I don't remember. 
It's hard to remember everything they did. The Bul- Bulbasaur had a special moment in that movie. Definitely. But there let's like go ahead and figure. let's go ahead and say, would you, can, Franny? This you're the real taker. Yeah. Just based on the pilot, would you want to continue right now? Hmm. Yeah, I think I would. It's fun. What's a negative you have to say about it? Because we're so we're so glassy eyed over it. Like yeah. We love everything heart shaped glasses for. Um. <clears throat> I just like some of like the, it, like we said with like the, um, I feel like it's unclear at times what's happening. Did I say that? I don't no, know. What do no. You mean? Like with why they're all together at the same time <laughs> to go get the Pokemon and everything. I feel like it's a little like unclear at times, but like not so unclear that like you don't want to keep watching the show. You know what I'm saying? You guys literally said this before. No, no, it wasn't that it was unclear. It's that it was really ridiculous why. But it's clear why. Okay. Maybe my, I just didn't catch opinion, it. I think the really bad part of the show yeah. is inconsistencies within the world. For instance, really? there's a mongoose in an episode. Uh, there's <laughs> yeah. a bird well, in another I'm one. I'm going a off of just the pilot. Okay, there were there were there were butterflies in the pilot that weren't butterflies. Oh, I do like how in the pilot they kind of have like that montage of different things, like when they show like the mankeys and shit like that. Yeah, they had to really let you know like there's other shit that exists. Yeah, that's why that TV fight intro is actually really great. Yeah, it was fun. It's great. I, like I liked it. the whole intro. I liked every. I I liked it. I thought it was fun. What do you think Hell about yeah. the character of Ash Ketchum? I mean. He's okay. He's infamous. He's very infamous for being like the most annoying character. Yeah, he's just kind of like boring. Like he's not the, I feel like he's not the best part of the show by any means. Mm -hmm. I like Pikachu. I'd like a more mature character. Yeah. Same. I'd say that's my biggest gripe about the series. He has Goku syndrome bad and only. Yeah. It's a, it's always a character who's stupid and hungry, but the best. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's the character model. He so even has the Goku shonen hair. Jump yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Naruto, Goku, Literally. Luffy, all of them. Literally. There is this Goku. He has interesting enough characters around him already in his inner circle when that comes to pass. And it actually explains why he's stupid. He grew up in the fucking woods. Ash grew up in a house with people in it, and somehow he still doesn't know how people work. <laughs> Yeah, Can that's you really something. And you know, Oak is fucking his mom, dude. Oh, they yeah. are fucking. I love that. Apparently, so is Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime's in on it, dude. Yep, he knows. He's seen things. He can he can build a box and he can punch one too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I think that's enough from us, um, Cody, otherwise known as CL Blue, because <laughs> we can't stop ours. Franny did it once and fucked me. I couldn't do it anymore. But you'll never know his last name. Is there anything you want to plug? He, he lifts off your Instagram and all that stuff and all yeah. that good stuff. Um, everything on social media is at CL Blue Official. And then I have an EP out. It's called Temple. And you could go on any streaming platform you like and listen to it. We'll leave the links in the description. And you um, should. It's really fucking good. It's actually Thank quite you. great. Yeah. Thank you. I like you. it a lot. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. And then also you can check out me and Franny. On Crosscut Cinema, on here, wherever. Um, basically, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you already know who we are. But if yeah. not, you can listen to our other podcasts on YouTube.com slash Crosscut Cinema. Mm-hmm. You can check us out on Crosscut Cinema Pod on Instagram. Yeah, Crosscut Cinema Pod on Instagram. Crosscut Cinema on Twitter. Yep. And then... Um, we have a Facebook page, too, just Crosscut Cinema. Mm-hmm. And if you want to reach out to uh, 
us about anything, you can use crosscutcinemapod at gmail.com. Yep. And do it. These guys are amazing and their stuff's really great. And so I want you guys to leave a comment. Would you travel with these two on a Pokemon journey? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, can I be your Brock? Can Is Logie your Brock and Franny your Misty? That's all I need to know. <laughs> all right, I love you it. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you.